The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. This show brought to you by Jersey Ninja. New items added weekly, superior quality products, excellent selection, competitive pricing, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. That's Jersey Ninja at jerseyninja.com. Your source for great quality hockey jerseys and performance wear products. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a streaming freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of We Be Geeks. It is the Dashing Duo, Derek, myself, Mike. How are you doing, sir? All right. I, I just noticed the light bulb flickering. I think I'm about to lose it. Uh oh. <laughs> hey, at least it's at least it's not a theatrical lamp. Because if it's a theatrical lamp, if you've touched it with your bare hand, the oils heat up because we're talking about bulbs that are like five hundred and seventy five watt. <laughs> and um once the oils bubble up just enough, the lamp explodes. We we call the bulbs lamps theater in entertainment. <laughs> they're they're known as lamps. And what you put the lamp in is a fixture. Which is totally opposite of what the real world does. <laughs> you put a bulb in the lamp. <laughs> mm-hmm. Once I started going, lamp is a bulb, bulb is a fixture. I'm like, okay, now I know how the UK feels <laughs> when over there. You have a flashlight, you mean a torch? <laughs> yeah. When you go to the bathroom, oh, the water closet or the loo. Where's it's the elevator? The yeah. lift? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, what fun. Oh, what joy. Um, check out the homepage, WeBeGeeks.net. Support our affiliates on the right-hand side, such as Biddy Boomers. Use code WeBeGeeks for 15% off your purchase at BiddyBoomers.com. All your Bluetooth speaker needs. Code Wookie at Rebel Sabers for all your lightsaber needs. 10% off. And uh, somebody still needs to come up with their lightsaber design. Yeah, I told you I'd, I'd get that done as soon as you get the uh, website updated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see how it is. <laughs> um, use code Wookie Radio at hangar 58.com for some great uh, geek performance wear. Some great stuff there. Um, I will give you a fair bit of warning. It's European sizing. This is a European company, so it's a little tight. So if you're normally a 1X, order the 2X. Unless you want tight, then disregard everything I just said. <laughs> Um, Red Flag Workshop. Use code SMUGGLER3. I think I may need to get that updated to SMUGGLERS3 because I keep wanting to say SMUGGLERS. <laughs> um, use code SMUGGLER3 for 25% off your patches, stickers, and key rings. I showed you the, key ring, the new key rings that have come out, right? Yes, you did. Oh, some nice ones. I'll, I'll have to take a picture. I already, like I said, I already put it on my backpack. I'll, I'll have to take a picture of the... Uh, um, Rebel Star Cruiser. Unless it's here at my desk and I just missed it on my desk. Absolutely. I can't admit to that. <laughs> uh, no, I'll, I'll get a picture of it and send it to you guys. Um, but yeah, check them out. And then, of course, our advertiser, Jersey Ninja. Use code WeebyGeeks for 10% off your purchase of hockey jerseys, basketball jerseys, performance wear, be it hoodies, joggers. Etc. Check them out at jerseyninja.com. So we're going to start this episode with, uh, I guess the best way to put it, shocking news. 
Yeah, pretty sad. I I didn't even know there was an issue. Me either. Carl but, Weathers, the champ, passed away. He was 76 years old. Uh, spent some time in the Army. Was a linebacker for the Oakland Raiders in the NFL back in, like, around the time that I was born in, seven, in 70, 71. <laughs> um, like I said, I think spent some time in the Army as an MP. Uh, excuse me. And, um, and then once they one of his first major roles was uh Apollo Creed, Rocky. Yeah, but then he he's done some great stuff in Predator, uh Happy Gilmore, Mandalorian, uh a lot of geek related properties. Yeah, I'm I'm going to his IMDB page now. Um his 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 credits are something else. Um so his credits, of course, Mandalorian, like we said. Uh he was Combat Carl in Toy Story Four. Oh yeah. Um he did four episodes of Chicago PD, two episodes of Chicago Fire, seven episodes of The Colony. In the video game Mortal Kombat X, he was the voice of Jax. Oh, I didn't know that. The Dylan skin. Hmm. Um, he was Combat Carl, Combat Carl Jr. in Toy Story of Terror. He did four episodes of Arrested Development. Hmm. Um, a lot of one-off stuff. A uh, bunch of movies, which I don't recognize. Uh, the GNC guy in Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> he was also Chubbs in Little Nicky. <laughs> um. He did 44 episodes as Adam Boudreaux in Street Justice. Hmm. Oh, yeah. He was also in Tour of Duty for eight for nine episodes. I think I was near the end of the run hmm. as Colonel Brewster. Of course, Action Jackson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great film. Um, Rocky Four, Rocky Three, Rocky Two, Rocky One. Um, Death Hunt, The Defiance. Hmm. Uh, Semi-Tough. Only semi-tough? <laughs> oh, that was the movie, 1977. I know. <laughs> um, let's see. His first movie, he was a he was an extra in Magnum Force. He was a demonstrator. <laughs> a demonstrator, wow. <laughs> His first credited role was in Good Times as Calvin, followed by Bad Sam and Kung Fu. And then I believe his first movie credit, where he was credited, was he was Hambone in Bucktown, 1975. <laughs> So, yeah. I love it. I love it. But looking back at some of these, it's like, man, I need to go back and check out some of these, some of these older films he was in, mm. outside of what we know him from. I know, right? Because I, I don't remember Semi Tough. I remember the name, but I don't remember. Okay, Semi Tough, uh, a three-way friendship between two free-spirited football players and the owner's daughter becomes compromised when two of them becomes romantically involved. Oh, ho, ho. Oh, ho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the movie starred, of course it did, Burt Reynolds, Chris Christopherson, <laughs> Jill Clayburg, Robert Preston, Burt Convey, Roger E. Mosley, uh, Carl Weathers, Brian Dennehy. <laughs> so, yeah. It's quite the cast. It is quite the cast. So, yeah, our condolences to uh, Carl Weathers' family uh, and friends for the loss because, well, the, the fans are taking this pretty hard, too. Because mm. now it's going to be what happens to Grief Karga. Yes, <laughs> uh, the same thing that happens to uh, Ray Stevenson's character. Yeah, well, they they could just avoid Ray Stevenson's character. They could they could they could Balin. They could just let right off to the sunset. Yeah, well, never, I mean, never mentioned mention him again. We got his goodbye. Yeah, we could also you could also do that with with Grief Cargo though. He either gets reassigned somewhere, or there was an accident on Navarro that, that took him out, or just never mention it. And just you know, you never, you don't really have to have him in it. And see, but grief has such a a major role in the Mandalorian series, though. 
True, but a lot more than Balin did in, in Ahsoka. True, but you know you could feasibly just not bring him back. Well, obviously you, you can't bring him back. Well, yeah, I know, but you don't have to say he died or anything. You just not have him in the in the in the series. Not go back to his planet. Yeah, but could you? But I would think they would want to do something of a tribute to him. I mean, it's not like Cardoon. Oh, she's off with the Repub- New Republic. Yeah. No, I'm sure they probably would. I'm just saying you yeah. don't. You you can you know if you if you're gonna if you're gonna take him out of the series, do it do it with honor. Mm. That that Carl Weathers deserves because he even directed a few episodes. Oh, that's right, he did. Uh, I believe starting with season two. So. Mm. So yeah, give give him give him the honor that that he deserves. You know, give him a dignified, give the character a dignified ending. However you do it, or or dignified wrap up. However you do it. And I would I would love to see something. Um, the the, in the problem, Star Wars universe named in his honor as well. That'd be cool. The problem is, as with um, you know, as always happens when when a, an actor playing a character dies um like you can't have you can only mention his death you can't really you know show him dying in a you know right in a in a fight or or whatever you can only just talk about how he died true but if it's something where we see him supposedly in his office because remember, we do have the pirates involved in season. Yeah, he he could have his back turned and a shot in his yeah, office, yeah, and that maybe. could be you know, and that could be the stunt double that he had to do that. Yeah, and then that that could be part of the fuel for either the movie or or season four. Mm. Is to go up because I I almost feel like Garga was almost made an honorary Mandalorian with what he did with Navarro and and. and uh, Bullock Valley being given to the Mandalorians. Yeah, I I actually I always didn't liked that they they gave him like you know because he started off as just the guy giving you know giving bounties to Mando, oh, yeah. and they turned him into like a real character. But I appreciated it though. Yeah, because I mean here, here he was you know ready to kill Mando. Yes, in in season one because well. You know, here's guy head of the bounty hunters guild who's now being screwed over by a bounty hunter. Right. To okay, well, they come back and look what's happened. Years pass, and you know, Garga ends up having a change of heart and actually just cares about the planet he's on or the community he's in. Yeah, and he ends up running things. That's believable in that universe. Mm-hmm. Look at Lando; he kind of did it with Cloud City. Not just believable, but it's 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 a cool arc for the character. Yeah, but when uh, what I mean by believable, it's it's believable in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, this happened a couple times before. Right. So, um. So yeah, Earl Weathers. Yeah, pretty sad. But let's let's start off with some collectibles news. <laughs> uh, just play gives Star Wars characters. And adorable makeover. <laughs> the company who, uh, if you're familiar with Just Plays, Disney Adorables line, uh, this okay. company, go ahead. So, which I am not. I am not either. I might have seen them and just didn't pay attention to them. But they have just introduced a whole line of Star Wars Adorables. <laughs> and, and these are actually kind of cute. They are. I don't know if I really want to go through the hassle of trying to collect all these different mystery packs to find characters I want. Yeah. But once once they're out there and we can see that, okay, people are going to start putting these on eBay. I'll go hunting on eBay. I got to admit, um, if I see them in the stores, I will be picking them up. The Jawa looks cute mm-hmm. in this picture. Vader looks awesome. I love how Vader, yes. it looks like a land speeder. It's a land speeder that has elements of his TIE fighter on it. Mm. 
That's pretty cool. Uh, Hu Yang's pretty oh, awesome. There's a Vader just figure with red eyes. That's cool. Yeah. Greedo looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, Zoe will be in love with the Ahsoka on the speeder bike with the Loath Cat. <laughs> like, there's a Luke in his land speeder with his hat on with the goggles. Yeah. Um, well, I guess this, there's like a whole driving line. Mm-hmm. Whether it's speeder bikes or land speeders or starfighters, I mean, I really dig the Darth Vader land speeder. Yeah, with the Emperor hologram behind him. Looks like there's there's plush toys. Yeah, there's like you said, there's the Galactic Cruisers. Man, um, I I uh, I think I'm gonna start collecting some of these. Plushes are ten inch plushes. Squished inside a five-inch house. Fans can reveal one of three characters from A New Hope. Darth Vader, Princess Leia, or Chewbacca. <laughs> or... kind of like the Chewbacca. Or from Mandalorian, Grogu, Grogu with a frog, or the Mandalorian. The Grogu with the frog, when I, when I first saw it in the small picture, I thought it had a pacifier in its mouth. But that's the frog. Apparently, with the... Uh, vehicle ones there is a special edition flocked Chewbacca oh and I don't know don't know what he's driving because they don't say oh there are 25 collectible figures in this set just just of the figures alone mm-hmm. so yeah may have to go over and just play and check this out man all right, adorables. There's the Disney ones. All right, give me the Star Wars ones. Star Wars, adorables. Okay, so the different lines. There's the adorables, galactic cruisers, puffables, a new hope, puffables, Mandalorian, and adorables, galaxy peak. <laughs> so I'm clicking on galaxy peak. They do show picture of all of them. Chewie's not bad. R2's kind of cool. Vader, yes. I would love. Jawa, yes. Mm-hmm. Wicket, yes, from Melissa. Burrito, yes. Mm-hmm. There's a holographic Leia. Yeah. Ahsoka, yes. Zoe's going to want it. Hera, yes. Yeah. Sabine. Hu Yang, okay. Um, yeah. Pretty cool. And there's three different categories within. Common, rare, and ultra rare. Of course, Burrito is ultra rare. Oh. Vader's rare. Chewie's rare. Ahsoka's rare. Well, I wonder how rare that, what that means exactly. Yeah. Because sometimes some, some stuff when it's rare, it's like, eh, it just means you don't find it as often. R2's common. But C-3PO is rare. <laughs> Weird. Jawa is common. Sabina Huyang is common. Chopper, ultra rare. Hmm. It just doesn't make sense how they pick and choose some of these. Uh, you know, Galactic Cruisers, do they show a picture of all of them? Chewy, okay. Chewy has, has a special edition, so super, super rare. Uh, his is a land speeder with his bandolero across the front grill. Hmm. <laughs> it's like the bumper. That's pretty. Uh, R2 is in an X-Wing. Um, yeah, these aren't bad. There's 10 of those to collect. I don't know. I I think for me to get the ones that I would like to get, I'm just going to wait until they start popping up on on eBay. You know? I enjoy um, trying to get these things, like the blind box things and stuff, until you start getting to the, until you start getting a ton of um, repeats. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. All right. Part of my issue with that is something like this. If I know I'm going to be getting some that, no, I'm not wanting to collect them all. I just want specific ones. Yeah, that means, yeah. Then I don't want to go. It's like, okay, cool. Oh, I didn't get one that I wanted. Oh, cool. I didn't get one that I wanted. And go through five or six before I finally get one that I wanted. And I'm like, so what do I do with all these extras? <laughs> yeah, but for me, I'm, I'll be, I want to collect the whole line. Or as much of it as I can get. I, For me, I'm not really intrigued by collecting the entire line. I just want to get the pieces that have my interest. Right. So that would be a little more difficult for you. 
So again, for me to get the ones that I'm interested in, it's just going to be easier to go, hey, cool, eBay. Here we go. Mm. But then the other question is how much you're going to be paying for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'll be watching that. Mm. Um, up next, McFarlane Toys. Mm. DC Superpowers figure wave seven includes Skull Ship and the Bug Vehicles. Very cool. Yeah. So that that skull, the Brainiac skull ship looks really cool too. Yeah, and I, I've seen another skull ship or something similar with a different character behind it. Hmm. I thought I could be wrong. Um. So yeah, the pre-orders are available now for the following figures: Kilowog, mm-hmm. Brainiac, of course, to go with the skull ship. Um, Batman Manga. Um, oh, did you see the the Brainiac? The classic, yeah. <laughs> Blue Beetle, which is yeah. the the Ted. Mm-hmm. Ted Cord, yep. Ted Cord, which I like that Blue Beetle as well. Yeah, he's one of my favorites. Um, and then a case wave of six that will add Sinestro from Sinister Core or Sinestro Core War yeah. and Superman Gold 40th anniversary. Superman Gold. <laughs> Nice. Uh, also, too, um, mm. is the, as we talked about, the Bug slash Blue Beetle's aerial mobile headquarters. Uh, wave six includes four inch scale figures of Lord Superman, mm. Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, Sinestro. In the blue, in the black and blue costume. Yep. Um, and Batman of Zoran R. That's kind of a weird one. Yeah, but the Sinestro is the uh, Super Friends costume. Yeah. Uh, And then this case of six will also include Batman and Flash old editions. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So, some great figures here. Uh, As for Wave 5, Wave 5, it included Superman and Flash figures, Batman Bizarre Willy Bat helicopter. The Willy Bat. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Peacemaker, Judo Master, and Vigilante three pack. Uh, Wayne Batman Flashpoint figure. Uh, Superman Reborn Flash Officer Attracts. Batman Black Suit variant, which would be the uh, 89 Batman movie. I love that. One. I had that figure. I had the Batman figure from the 89 Batman movie. Oh, yeah. Which was basically a superpowers figure. With the little, but his utility belt, you could pull the front of it. And it would be like a hook where you could hook it onto something or around something. Mm. Um, Nightwing Nightfall figure and Tim Drake variant Robin. So, yeah. Of course, not to be outdone, Hasbro with HasLab. You see this? Uh, yeah. They're celebrating the 40th anniversary of Transformers. Yeah, I'm actually not thrilled about this HasLab. Uh. It offers Optimus Prime Ultra Magnus Transformers figures. So fill me in on why you're not happy about this one. Because I have them already, the originals. And it's like it's it's not it's still the same scale. It's it's basically almost the same figure as we just some changes. Okay. So it's like so is this a three pack or a four pack? It's a three pack, technically, um, because the gun the gun changes into a robot as well. But I mean, there's there's some differences in everything, but not enough to make it really that cool. Considering I ha- I still have the original one. So this is a uh-huh. price this is a price grab for those who don't have the originals. Pretty much who want who want the original. Yeah, and. Uh, I didn't see the price on it yet. I didn't go looking yet. Um, and I don't think they list the price on here. Mm. So for me, there's like no absolutely zero interest in this one. Well, uh, here we go. The Legacy Robots in Disguise 2001 Omega Prime, $249.99. For what? Yeah. It's definitely not... Uh, target is 10,000 backers right now with 41 days left. Uh, it's got 6,210 backers. 
Really? Wow. I mean, it has some details, some extra details and stuff, but it's not that cool for me. And it's not, it's, you know, there's, it's just the same size figures and it's just uh, kind of disappointing. When I heard there was going to be a Transformers HasLab, I was excited, but I don't know why I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't end up. It'd probably be out of my price range anyway. But, um, but yeah. since since we're on Hasbro, did you hear what what else came out uh, or was announced this week? Mm, I don't think I did. So for everyone who has gotten the um, the backpack, right? The backpack. The the proton pack. Oh 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 yes. You can now get to swap out the Plasma Series Neutron Neutrona wand from 1984. <laughs> nice. And apparently they have made previously as well the one from a Spangler's or Spangler's wand from Afterlife, <laughs> which you can also uh, attach to the to the pack. That's cool. So, yeah, you either get the wands by themselves, they have their own display, or you can add it to the backpack. And, yes, they will hook onto the backpack. Mm. And it will, I guess, the when you turn off the wand, it will then, uh, about 10, 15 seconds later, shut off the backpack, mm. which is cool. Mm. So, yeah, <laughs> that was pretty cool to see that. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, G.I. Joe Day 2024, February 1st, marks the 60th anniversary of Hasbro's iconic G.I. Joe line. Oh, wow. But it's Super 7 that's mm. celebrating the occasion with 7-inch <laughs> Ultimates figures. Yeah, interesting, because you didn't really hear much from Hasbro about it. No, which is a major shock. Um, man, I gotta lower my levels. The three figures are Baroness in DIC Navy, which I'm not sure what DIC means. Mm, oh, you? the DIC era animated series. Oh. Okay. Dick. Dick Dick Productions. Yeah, they never called it Dick, though. Yeah, DIC. <laughs> For, uh, you know, reasons. <laughs> yeah. Well, at Disney, that's D- Disney Imagination Campus. Um, but yeah. <laughs> This is um, depicting her in a navy blue uniform. Mm-hmm. This looks sharp. Yeah, it does. Uh, comes with two interchangeable heads, four interchangeable hands, one holster belt, one pistol, one rifle, one dragonfire cobra badge, dragonfire headdress, and cobra commander S snake. Okay. Mm. Uh, number two is Lady J in a teal. Accessories include three interchangeable heads, eight interchangeable hands, one rifle, one spear javelin, one rocket javelin, one quiver, one knife, one canteen. Okay. These are actually pretty good looking figures. Yeah. And then the last one, Scarlet Uh, in the purple. Wow. Yeah, this one looks amazing too. Uh, Three interchangeable heads. Eight interchangeable hands, one pistol, pistol holder, rifle, knife holster, grenade, knife, credit card, (laughs) and one set of forearms. (laughs) So, yeah, those are those are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then finally, not exactly collectibles, but it's gaming news. Bethesda. As a classic game now available for free. For free? For free. The 1997 Fallout game is now available. Uh, normally, you could play this game on PC, but you have to fork over $9.99. But now, for example, it's $2.49 right now on stream. But Prime Gaming, uh, you could get it for, where's it for free at then? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. I have to go find it. So go searching is for the month of February Fallout, the original 1977 Fallout, which Bethesda did not make but owns the rights to. Is putting I've never it, played that one. Is putting it on for free. Hmm. I will have to go search that out. Very interesting. Now. 
around here, this was kind of big news. I don't know if it was up in your neck of the woods. But we got some new information about Universal's Epic Universe. Uh, yeah, that was not big news up here. Some new lands have been officially announced. Hmm, interesting. Super Nintendo World. Ooh. Dark Universe, based around Ooh. the classic Universal Monsters. Oh, that is cool. But there's a twist. Um, one of your hosts is Dr. Victoria Frankenstein. Okay. Frankenstein. Uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Ministry of Magic. Hmm. Plus, it will also have some stuff to tie in with Fantastic Beasts. So I think it's the Ministry of Magic, both uh, New York and England. Hmm. And How to Train Your Dragon, Isle of Burke. Oh, that's cool. Up in the front, you're going to have Celestial Park, which actually runs all the way down the center of this. So instead of like at Magic Kingdom, you've got the hub and you walk mm. down Main Street to the hub. Celestial mm. Park is your quote unquote Main Street that runs from front of the park back to the Helos Hotel, Grand Hotel at the back of the park. Mm. So a lot of the concept art is out for it which is pretty cool. And the entrance to each land is like a portal. Oh, that's cool. So that looks, or what they say, um, it's like a port. Yeah, it's, it's like a portal. Hmm. Um, so yeah, this this is all going to be pretty cool. Even though it's a competition, I'm curious to see how this is, this is done. <laughs> and I want to see this. I want to see Disney, the company I have as of today, officially been with 26 years. Congratulations. Step up and answer to this park. <laughs> Where's this park supposed to be happening? Um, it is going to be a ways away. Uh, it's, it's here in Orlando. Okay. But there's not enough room for it over by Universal Studios and Universal Islands of Adventure. <laughs> uh, it's going to be... About five, ten miles down the road. It's almost going to be down near the SeaWorld area. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they bought land over by SeaWorld. Hmm. Or in that general area. So it's going to be uh, south of uh, a big turnpike spot. Some movie news, if you're ready for that. Unless you got some comments about nope. Epic Go ahead. Soup Slash Man, the Christopher Reeve story, has a distributor. Yeah. And a big wig pushed for the studio to acquire. The distributor, Warner Brothers. The big wig, James Gunn. Ah, very nice. It's only fitting. Mm-hmm. It is only fitting. Um, now, Warner Brothers, which was reported to be the front runner in the bidding war, acquired the rights for $15 million. Very cool. I think last we heard yep. it was around 10 and we were saying, please don't get greedy. Don't get greedy. Mm-hmm. This seems like the right deal fit. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is where it should be. It, it's Warner Brothers that had, well, it, it's Warner Brothers who owns DC. Was it Warner Brothers that put out the original film? I th- thought so. Because it was Canon that put out Superman Quest for Peace. It was Canon Films. <laughs> Which. <clears throat> explains a lot. Um, so yeah, it, it's um, been acquired by Warner Brothers Discovery DC Studios. So very happy about that. Now, one of 2023's most buzzed about biopics is heading to streaming very soon. Uh, Max confirmed that Priscilla will begin streaming on their platform on Friday, February 23rd. Figure out how to get this all straightened out. <laughs> Just saw these like, hey, what did I do? Um, so yeah, the debut will provide audiences a new way to experience. Still bugging me. Get them later. Um, Sophia Coppola's approach to the real life, real life love story between Priscilla Presley and Elvis Presley. This comes. Mm. This comes after HBO and Max recently signed a multi-year agreement to stream Priscilla and other A24 films. Hmm. Now, the El- the Elvis movie was actually pretty good. I have not seen it. Tom Hanks is Colonel Parker, Colonel Tom Parker in it. Mm. it almost, even though it's an Elvis film, it almost feels like it's more Colonel Parker film. Hmm. But it was still very good. Very well done. Um 
Now, Priscilla has quite has caught quite of a lot of awards attention since it debuted in theaters in October of last year, with Spaney earning a Golden Globe nomination for Best Performance by a female <laughs> actor, uh, while Priscilla was subsequently snubbed at the Oscar Academy Awards, earning zero Oscar nominations. This film has earned tons of critical acclaim. I didn't even know about its existence. I didn't either. I totally missed this one. I'm excited about it. I'm not a huge uh, Elvis fan in general, but it could be interesting. No, but there, there's there's a lot of backstory to be told about Priscilla. Yeah, right. Um, I think I might have seen the trailer once for this, but we got to remember Priscilla was a teenager mm, when right. Elvis got married. So, I mean, and that was a big, kind of a big no-no back even in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. I, d- I don't even think she was like 18 teenager. I think she was like 16. Right. <laughs> I mean, she was young, but yeah. And didn't Priscilla Presley just recently die? Yes. So the, so the only living member of the Presley estate is the granddaughter. Because Lisa Marie passed away. Yep. And I think the granddaughter is actually fighting to get Graceland back under family control. Right. Who controls Graceland? Uh... I don't remember. Good question. Let's find out. Yeah. Graceland. No, it's not what I wanted. You know, I have never been to Graceland. Neither have I. I want to. Want but again, to not a huge Elvis fan, so. I want to go one because, you know, the house is, is uh, you know, pictures and everything I've seen. It's just a gorgeous house. Yeah, that's true. Plus, I just want to see what was done. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Elvis's father, Vernon, first inherited Graceland after his death, after Elvis's death in August 1977. Lisa Marie inherited Graceland after she turned 25, according to a document which, El- which named Elvis's ex-wife, Priscilla Presley, as trustee. Following her death in 2023, her eldest daughter, Riley Co K E O U G H became sole trustee and owner. Okay, hmm. so I guess I guess the family does own it. I, no, did, not, I did not know that. So I, I'm glad to hear it's still within the family. Yeah. So, um, and then my final story of the night: the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, Christopher Nolan's trilogy. Loved it. The I loved aspects of it, but was not a, a total fan of the entire series. I was I was a fan of the first two films, not a fan of the third film. I I felt they ruined Bane. I I felt Christopher Nolan ruined Bane. Mm, I wouldn't say that. Certainly better than mm, the Joel Schumacher Bane. Yeah, but that ruined Bane. That ruined Bane too. But they totally took a different twist on Bane. Bane's supposed to be a Hispanic character. True. Not not someone from the old Irish IRA or Irish terrorist. Who sounds like sounds almost like a Sean Connery. <laughs> um, I didn't mind what they did with, with Talia. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. Because they kind of did that originally when they introduced the character in the comics, is they had her portray someone else. Yeah. I I wish with the first one, I, I did enjoy Lee Neeson. They they had him pull double duty. Yeah. They had him as the character that does train Batman how to fight, thinking he's there with Raja Ghoul. Right. I was like, but Raja Ghoul's not Japanese. Nope. He's Egyptian. But to come find out later that Liam Neeson's character is Raja Ghul, I'm like, all right. I was kind of hoping they would bring him back in a later film. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, Heath Ledger's Joker, amazing. Love, mm. love that. Yep. Love the styling of Two Face. That fact that they went with um, one of the animated looks of Two Face. Yeah. I was impressed on how it was done. Don't think I, I don't think it was believable for real life, but yeah, appreciate I appreciate the fact that they gave the nod to the animated series. I have mixed feelings about the way they did Two Face. Some of it was worked really well, and some of it was a little hard to swallow. There was some appreciation, like yes. I said. But I, I appreciate the nods. But yeah, no, Heath. Le- I mean, Heath Ledger's Joker, great. 
someone who suffered major PTSD or mm-hmm. other mental health issues. Cool. I could I could acknowledge and accept that twist. But also the Joker character. But also they never fully explained it either, which I liked. Yes. I mean, total mystery. I mean, I love how they went back and, and said, well, yeah, there's a possibility he was a Desert, Desert Storm vet that just had major issues. Right. Cool. That's absolutely believable and possible for, for that character. Mm. That, that, is, that is a spin on that character that you could do. That one's, I think, to me, acceptable. Just like with the new newer Batman, uh, and even with Gotham, making Penguin have mafia ties, or mob ties. Oh, yeah, right. Cool. Doable, believable. Riddler is, yes, I'm still a bit salty about <laughs> the way they treated Riddler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just am. I'm just a bit salty on how Riddler was treated <laughs> because I I don't think it was right. They they lost the essence of the character. Yeah, I get that. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I have to watch it again. I'm not 100 percent sure how I feel about it. And Riddler's not a full hooded hooded face character. His ego's too much for that. <laughs> always has been he's either has the, the domino mask or no mask because he doesn't care that's his ego so um but yeah the dark knight trilogy is now being available on peacock <laughs> so i wonder what happened that they're no longer on Max since that was DC and Warner Brothers. Uh, does it say they're no longer on Max? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so starting in February, they're now on Peacock. You know what? It's February. I have Max. I should go check. Let's sign in, shall we? Oh, I have it through AT&T. Yeah, I was afraid of that when AT&T um, was sold off by Warner Brothers that they were going to drop the free max. Oh, and they didn't? That's yeah. good. Uh, those of us who, I, I guess I'm grandfathered into it, as long as I keep my plan as is, if I ever change my plan, I lose max. Ah, yes. <laughs> guess what? I ain't, lo- I ain't changing my plan. <laughs> okay. Batman. Um, oh, Batman Begins. Yeah, so I think it's still on Max. And I think, I think they just made a deal to also have it on Peacock for those who don't have Max. In Dark Knight Rises, yeah, all three are still on Max. Also, too, is Pennyworth, the origins of Batman's butler, all three seasons. Oh, did you ever watch that? I never did. I never did. I'm going to now. Ooh, hmm. two seasons, Batman, the audio adventures. Audio adventures? Yeah. Huh. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, of course, they got a lot of the Batman animated stuff on here. Ooh, Batman Ninja. Yeah, watch that. Oh, yeah. I want to see that. Bad Blood. The Lego stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Under the Red Hood. Don't worry. Return of the Joker, Batman Beyond. God, that was a great, great movie. I remember that. Oh, yeah. I remember that one, yeah. Um, Death in the Family. You watch it. Killing Joke. I have you ever watched the Killing Joke? I did. Yeah. Hated the first half hour. Yep. Because it, it was almost like that was all done just to fill the gap to add time to the to the film. Yeah. And it was not necessary. Mm-mm, not at all. Batman would not have had a thing with Bar. Bruce would never have had a fling with with Bar. No. No. Ever. So, yeah, to me, that ruined the killing joke. Yeah. But one, once that whole section ended and it starts with Joker at Barbara's door, which is essentially the beginning of killing joke. Right. They did the comic justice from that point on. Yes. I mean, it was, it was perfect. I, I'm a huge Gotham by Gaslight fan, comic-wise. I feel the movie Gotham by Gaslight fell a little flat. I did not see that one. Yeah, to me, that one fell a little flat. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it again just to see see where 
potentially it it fell, but uh, it fell flat to me. Mm. So, but uh, yeah. So now you can either watch on Max or on Peacock. Nice. So that's all there. Yeah, that's all I got. Mm, I got nothing else. Final thoughts? Nothing, I guess. <laughs> well, then, then, Other than being sad about Carl Weathers. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, 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 but on a brighter note, uh, happy birthday to Brent Spiner, who played Data on Star Trek The Next Generation. This is true. Today's his birthday. And, and look, like we talked earlier, it's also this is also my 26th year with Walt Disney World. Yes. And being so part of the Walt Disney Company. So, yeah. Well, on that note, um, I've got nothing left. So, until next time. <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.